Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Jay, who's working the airways in the background, making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. And Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. Everything from Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, excuse me, as well as Google Podcasts and everything else out there. We're everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. Also check out... Uh, uh, it, it could be audio and video, no problem. Also check out... Um, what else? Uh, we don't have any sponsors as of yet. Uh, we're working on some cool, uh, cool new things. We have with us a special guest today, folks. It's the one and only Don Wetrick. It's been a while since Don's been back. I think probably about two years at least, right, Teach? Yeah, I would say at least two years. Well, when uh, he was on, he, he, you know, he, he's a great author, wrote some fantastic books about education. Uh, he is somebody who understands the state of education, the state of where the you know kids are with learning. Uh, he's the founder and CEO of Started Up Foundation, and ho- which hosts and innovates within uh, Indiana's Innovation and Entrepreneurship Program and Competition. He's the author of Pure Genius, Building a Culture of Innovation, which aims to create innovation mindsets in our schools. Don is known as an award-winning work as a teacher, educational and innovation consultant, and educational speaker. You can find him over at www.innovatewithin.org as well as startedupfoundation.org. The links and the descriptions are all within the description box. And you can follow Don over at Don Wetrick, at Don Wetrick on Twitter. And with that being said, Don, welcome. How are you? Hello, hello. Really good. Excited to be here again. It's been a while. It's been a while. You've been busy. You've, 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 you, you, you are really blown up here, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's, been, a, it's been a minute. It's yeah. been weird here lately. Absolutely. When do you uh like what what do you want to start with? I mean, there, there's so much to talk about. I'd rather lead you know yield the floor to you and give you the time <laughs> to give a little background. There's there's a lot of listeners who are not familiar with who you are, your work, your vision, which is so vital for not just it's so I think it's vital for the entire country to have this kind of vision when it comes to innovation, when it comes to education. So. Why don't you uh, share a little bit about yourself, your background, and where you see things are, and where we where you think we should go? Go for it, Don. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I, I taught for 21 years. Um, I the reason why I'm here on on this kind of uh, topic is uh, about 10 years ago I watched a, a TED talk uh, from Daniel Pink, and he talked about what motivates people, and it was master autonomy and purpose. And I just remember at the time um, watching that, and, and and he was talking about the early days of Google and Atlassian is that they gave them their employees one day a week to work on what they wanted to work on, and and I, I just left thinking, why don't I do that in school? Um, school is a place you go to learn, but it isn't necessarily a place you go to the things that you want to learn. I mean, don't right. get me wrong, the basics are great, but if all of a sudden a student goes, I want to learn how to you know, understand internet marketing or uh, how to code, or even if it's uh, like better communication or, you know, understanding how to file taxes, 
there's not a time in the day for that. And so uh, I, I decided to, I, I made this proposal to start a, a class that we eventually called Innovation and Open Source Learning. Mm. Innovation in the sense that um, I taught the students how to think for yourself, which is a, a rare thing. Uh, and, 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 and also to see problems as opportunities because our students were really great at identifying and having awareness of what wasn't good or in their opinion, good, but doing something about it, they just either didn't have the time or the guidance or the leadership to like, say, okay, what are you going to do with that? Um, and so that kind of class was like the first five or six weeks. And then the rest of it, once you identified what you wanted to work on or what you wanted to help solve then you open source your learning. Because in a lot of cases, I didn't have any idea what to do. You know, the, the student's like, hey, I want to learn how to, you know, like bake, put a basic game and put it on the uh, iTunes store. Like, great, I don't know how to do that. So we open source that learning. And, and then that's when it took this crazy turn in the sense that the students started to get some confidence and they'd reach out to people that were very successful in that field. And so in a day and time, we were talking about it's not what you know, it's who you know. Then I was like, okay, great. It, it's our job to know people. It's our job to network with people. And I think that um, in really everything I've done since that, I'm, I'm, I'm standing on the shoulders of student giants. Had they not done anything, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily be, you know, running Innovate Within. So it, 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 caught, it caught on um, and, and then it started getting weird because they were having uh, absolute legends call into the classroom uh like so they, they say hey I, I need to reach out to you or i need to talk and after a while they are starting to talk to um like uh, people just would call into the class and give feedback so one day you know we we're having people like jocko wilnick uh tim fair actually it was tim ferris he was we had him for two hours and um some of the students oh, were wow. like are we recording this we want our friends to hear this later and uh, which gave us the idea of, of starting a podcast because we were having these types of people call in. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's kind of where everything got started. That's where this this mindset this where the, the mission and quite honestly, how we got discovered from uh, the governor's team and why he wanted to, to expand this and make it a statewide effort. That's fantastic, man. Don, what do you think is right now the biggest dilemmas? I mean, we've I mean, forget the, the crazy out there insane things that are being taught and ramrodded down kids throats these days but apart from that what is the big thing that is facing american students today that you feel is the is the red tape the impediment from the bureaucracies from the unions from the politicians that is stopping real innovation from taking place within american students um critical thinking mm. and healthy debate. Wow. Uh, I, I think it literally does come down to that because uh, there are times where I, I think that we're in such a soundbite TikTok world yep. that if you, it, it, like, I want to help people. Okay, that's a great statement. So you're like, okay, so therefore you should do this. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, then you must not like people. And you're like, oh, wait, wait. And so I, I, I think that the healthy debate, the ability to uh, have a, a, a discussion in class and, cr and think critically would, would, is, is really missing. And, and that is, I don't necessarily think people's faults as in sometimes to quote David Byrne from the Talking Heads. Well, how did we get here? You know, I like it's, it's been strange that 
um, when I started this class, we were like, oh my gosh, that's so, that's so innovative. That's so new. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm giving students a day. Uh, I'm staring, I'm giving students one period a day to work on the things that they want to learn. And you're like, yeah. that's not novel. That's the way it used to be. And, and I think that having students identify problems and then want to do things about it is it's what's needed. And, and, I'll, and, and I'm, uh, I'm going to have you go back and, and, and like open that up for dialogue. But maybe my favorite qu uh, quote about education was from an, an author named Seth Godin. Hmm. And he said, all, like, education can be boiled down to two things. Solving interesting problems and then the leadership to get it done. Right. And, 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 and I think that that's essentially what the innovation class became. We were having students say, I want to learn this because it was solving some sort of a problem, whether that was, I want to learn how to code or I want to, I want to learn how to, you know, pursue like running events or whatever, but then the leadership to get it done, setting two week incremental goals, like making sure that they, they understood what key performance indicators were and, and making sure that they were on track instead of just saying, aren't you proud of me? Uh, I want to do something. And, and I think that's also another part of education. We, we, we reward an idea, we don't reward execution. So when a student says, um, hey, I want to, you know, uh, well, it's, I, I, I want to do this project. And you're like, that's great. And it's usually in theory, it's not necessarily done in outside the classroom. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good way of putting it. I mean, yeah, we do, we're not, we're not allowing those ideas, those things that are germinating within the creative spirit of the child to really see that fruition, that finished product, oftentimes in, in that case where the, the, the child is missing or the student is missing the, the, uh, the, 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 the process of discovery of what works, what doesn't work, you know, which really enriches the student to be, uh, you, uh, you know, in a whole, you know? Yes. Yeah. Don, I remember what it was a couple of years ago when we had our discussion in regards to education and what you were accomplishing and, you know, kind of like what we talk about here a lot on Rogue is disrupting the status quo, you know, not just sticking with the same, you know, over and over, but disrupting and changing it. And I think what you accomplished really stuck, uh, it really took a hold, not only here in this state in Indiana, but also as you started to get a lot more exposure uh, nationally where people were like, hey, you know what, this is a, this is a darn, pretty darn cool model. Um, how did that all take place in terms of transitioning from here from a primarily Midwest to now you've been doing things internationally and, you know, it's been a lot of fun to follow your work throughout the couple the past few years. Yeah. I, I think in some ways, again, it's open sourcing that and building relationships. Um, so the innovate within has got so big that um, we kept setting. So I, I should say this innovate within is the state of Indiana's innovation. Look at there. I'm on brand even today. There you go. Innovate there within you go. <laughs> is, is the state of Indiana. Uh, innovation and entrepreneurship program and competition. Uh, we have 16 universities from around the state that sponsor it with scholarships. Um, and our theme is see problems as opportunities. We don't want you to just pitch a food truck unless you're saying you're solving a problem through that food truck. Um, so we have free curriculum to any school um, and therefore a lot of scholarships just to come up with some ideas. But when you go to round two, um, you're required to meet with your small business development center. That now gets them in this pipeline of understanding the services that are out there for you. And then those relationships started to blossom into international things because um, 
we have a reputation like at, at this point innovate within is the biggest high school pitch competition in the country now and some of the contestants are like making money uh it's no longer a i want to cure cancer through my app vague idea it's a i'm you know starting the process of manufacturing or this is my app or service or event or whatever um and so we had uh, a question from from the governor of this is year five what are students one through years one through four up to and we realized that some of these students were 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 still staying in indiana a lot of them had gone to purdue indiana you know marion and all these other places and so we started to track what they do and we asked them like hey if we started an alumni association what would you guys want and predictable as as an entrepreneurial mindset they almost all said access to people introductions and money like that those are the three and so like okay so we we had found um that because they had gone through a, a process called innovate within we were reaching out to people saying um we have indiana's most innovative now college students might they be up for a visit and so we got a yes from the un in geneva and then here recently we got um there's this a consortium called the italian motor valley and it's really kind of led by this company called Delara. For those of you that are Indy 500 fans, Delara makes the Indy the 500. Yeah, yeah they, they make all the cars. But they're also the R&D wing for a lot of uh, I other iconic companies, Ferrari, Maserati, Lamborghini, Ducati, uh, Pagani, which was my favorite. And so- Oh, they, you're a Pagani fan. I am now. Ah. Because I, I, went, I went out there and saw them being built. They're all incredible. handmade. They make fifty-five a year. That's it. The, anyway. the, the Horatio Pagani is an artisan and a genius. So it's funny. I'm taking some students out this summer to meet him. No way. Yes. In Italy. Yes. Holy! Can I come? <laughs> so, but see, this is how it got started. Once we said we have a curated small group of alumni, because by the way, the talent pipeline is real, right? So these companies are like, we want more innovators and people that can think for themselves, not the people that are demanding their smoke break every hour. And I'm being oh, grossly stereotypical and apologies for that. But they were like, so the Italian Motor Valley said, you come out here and bring some, uh, oh yeah, I, yeah, that car. Actually, the, 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 the Delara NXT and the Delara Stravala, you should also take a look at Delara. Anyway. Definitely. Um, so... Long story made short, um, we started getting requests from companies in other countries of, yes, if you bring a small group out, we want to uh, host them and then start like an innovation pipeline. So now we've got soft um, agreements from a company in London, uh, Geneva, Switzerland, obviously the Italian Motor Valley, they're around the Parma area in Italy. And, right. and, we, just, and we want to keep growing that because, oh, and then now we're also looking... Uh, with some teachers in Indiana that also want to be kind of ambassadors for that uh, because it, it, it really economic growth is about relationships. Like that's it. Yeah. Uh, like if, if, if all of a sudden somebody from Indianapolis comes to Singapore and they're looking for somebody that's really interested, you kind of go through your mental Rolodex and the people, you know, and the organizations, you know, there in Indianapolis or whatever, then you start making those introductions and 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 that's ultimately what a lot of the 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 students want what a lot of the companies want and then obviously they're looking for great employees they're looking for great critical thinkers 
So we're starting to roll out a program where there's going to be some international travel every summer. I'm just starting to look at need a, uh, I'll, I'll fit in a suitcase. This is, this is hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you, uh, but I like, this is only the beginning. Cause again, once you have a curated group of young people that are about ready for the job force, a lot of people are interested in that. And what we're so, so, so proud of is that like, when you hear this 49 year old guy talking, that's one thing. When you come to the pitch competition or you meet them or you see them on video, you're like, okay, you weren't joking. Like, this is getting weird how I, like they're, they're awesome. So um, it, it's, it's, it's starting to, to grow. Yeah. That's amazing, man. I mean, you're, you're, you've met Horatio Pagani. That's just, I mean, in, in, as a fellow gearhead, man, you know, somebody who looks in the hallmarks of automotive, you know, God level status, Horatio is one of the greatest ever. And for the kids to be seeing this, not because, you know, it's so inspirational. You know, it's one thing, hey, we're going to go to the Ford plant. Hey, that's great. But when you're seeing something that's built with, I mean, the titanium bolts they use on the car, that's all they use, specifically grafted, machined titanium bolts, hand-assembled onto the car, it is incredible it is so inspirational for young people to see something and aspire hey you know what i want that car it's one and a half two million three million dollars depending on spec but i want that car you know it's awesome for kids to be exposed to stuff like that it is and 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 we want them i mean it's a game changer because in some of the cases a lot of these students um haven't been out of the country uh well oh my gosh i got ahead of myself in, in, in the other part of like just innovate within going back to the high school students, if you're in the top 10, you perform at the state finals and the top one gets $25,000. But aside from the $25,000 is honestly the network you start belonging to. So every year we go out to another city deliberately, not in Indiana, to show them that you should make connections. Like we want them to stay in Indiana. We want them to do business here. It's very affordable to set up a business here. But we want them to have a killer network. And so um, this year, so like in year one, we want- The governor appreciates that, Don. What's that? (laughs) The governor appreciates you trying to keep them here in Indiana. (laughs) I, yeah, he does. As, as, by the way, I like, we'll talk about that later. We have done (laughs) the near impossible. We have a lot of support from both Democrats and Republicans. They, they're like, if you're helping, yeah, stereotypically, a lot of the a lot of the people on the Democratic side are like they're really excited from the educational experiences and the scholarships. The people stereotypically on the Republican side are excited because they're setting up actual businesses. Yeah. Well, you um, have a anyway, lot of da- so you have a lot of data. No, continue, continue, and then I'll ask a question after. Go ahead and continue what you're saying. Sure. So this year we're going to go to Tampa Bay, um, and so that's for the high school students. And now for the college students, yes, we're setting up an international program. But at every step of the way, we want them to see. Kind of like what you guys were saying. Like, what does it take to build a company? Yeah. What does it take to do the work? And not in a, and, and I mean no disrespect to a, to a Gary V, but not just, um, you not, know, you mean not, not selling things on eBay is not the way to go for seven figure income? <laughs> Are you I serious? mean, that guy's a joke, man. I, <laughs> so I, I, I just, I, I think them meeting people and seeing the behind the scenes. And then quite frankly, them kind of 
like they become friends, especially that tighter group. Yeah. Cause they know what it's like. Yeah. And, exactly. and quite frankly, they're not complainers. They're doers. Right. And, and I think that that's the entrepreneurial mindset that I think if there is a dark side to the entrepreneurial mindset is that you're normally, uh, no one knows what you go through. You're alone and you're kind of isolated. So we're trying to, to make that change too. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's important. I mean, there's so many guys, so many entrepreneurs who, who started with nothing and they've built incredible companies. Horatio Pagani, again, being one of them, a small boy growing up in Argentina, had a dream of building a nice car, worked his rear end off, became successful as an engineer. You know, he, would, he didn't come from like wealthy background. You know, he, he started off with luckily got into Lamborghini, you know, literally cutting his teeth in, in Lamborghini, helping with the, the initial design with uh, Giorgetto Gigario when they uh, when they developed the Lamborghini Countach, right? And that's and and Lomi, he had a dream. He wanted to have his own car company, and he builds one of the finest hypercars on God's green earth. And in terms of build quality, hand built and precision, in my opinion, Pagani's always been number one on the books for me. Then I'd probably go with uh, then it's a toss up between either Bugatti or Koenigsegg after that, but. Pagani's number one. I'm shocked with yeah. how much you know. I I went to the HQ and then watched the little film. Like you you know everything. This is impressive. <laughs> Gearhead man, you'll see me. I mean, uh, end of the month. Uh, you know, hopefully my my uh, my 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 track car will be ready for the event that you're doing at the end of the month. Ah, thank and, you for uh, the plug. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah. So you know, that's awesome that we can, you know education, especially innovation. I can't say education because there's there's some people in the political spectrum that look at it as indoctrination and control, but then there's normal thinking Americans. Whether you're you know uh, uh, you know a Democrat or Republican, they can agree on innovation is key on everything, especially in this you know century where our students and I always tell this to to my wife and I say it to so many of my friends and family members. I say, like, listen, our, our kids are no longer competing with, you know, hey, who won the town so-and-so contest? No, our kids are literally competing with kids in China at this point. Our kids are literally competing with kids in India at this point. And I always told people for the longest time, hey, if you haven't seen it, go check out the documentary 12 Million Minutes, okay? And 12 Million Minutes is is a documentary where they, you know, follow three of some top students in, in the United States, three of the best in India, three of the best in China, and they document their time from the time they're in freshman to the time they graduate as a senior. And the American kids are getting blown out of the water. You know, so this needs to change. Innovation is key. Creativity. Because that's the one thing we as a nation can bring to the table is innovation is our maverick spirit, is our never-say-die attitude. And that's something that you don't see anywhere else in the world. Yeah, you have kids that are in India that are in China. They can... You know, stare at a screen and, and code for 15 hours straight, right? But the ideas, the, the creation, the, the artistic creative ability is something that has always been an American hallmark. Yeah. And, and I, I think that you said that everybody can agree. Everybody can agree that it's needed. Yeah. But how it's executed is, is sometimes, you know, like going back to the, having a dialogue and understanding, like having a common sense topic like uh, and, and i and <laughs> i understand sometimes why but it, like 45 percent now of gen z kids think that socialism is the way to go it's insane and you're like but, but so, because you know in some ways and I, I, I like if you had a time to explain 
that yeah. some of the socialist policies are what brought them their lack of opportunities and that it never ends well when you have one person dictating how you can, you know, if you have all these conversations with students, they come to a logical conclusion of, oh, that's not what I thought it was. So, right. I, you know, not to circle back to the, the answer I had 20 minutes ago, but like, that's why. There's some common things, common sense things out there that if you just had some time to discuss without name calling and getting all sorts of offended and triggered and canceling you, if we just had some conversations, some of these things would work themselves out. And by the way, we're inching closer to that. Yeah. And I'm also really careful on, you know, idolizing one person too much, Elon, because for right now, it looks like it's good for you to see if she's going to win. But I still don't like putting faith into one, one person. person. Right. It's got to be it's got to be all of us jointly together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Don, I know we've heard like the last several years, you know, companies stating, hey, you know what? Today's kids that come out of college, just don't have necessarily the skills that we're, we're, we're looking for. So I'm sure that corporations have kind of changed that trend and, and thought leaders like Elon Musk have said, hey, you know what, going directly to, you know, to college may not necessarily be the right thing to do. And I think corporations are going to potentially change that model. So, you know, you one, you probably have a lot of data to track, not only in terms of your students, their progression, you know, whether some of them, you know, go the traditional academia route to college, maybe some go directly into companies, how, how do you track all that information? And the reason why I state that, I think that's going to be important because that kind of validates the finding in terms of, of understanding that, hey, you know what, so one of your students may not have won the competition, but you know what, they went on to do X, they went on to do this at the next level. And, and again, it kind, of, it kind of fosters the idea to get them started in that mindset early at an early age versus later on. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, that is the, the thing that we're up against now is that um, in some ways we used to track success on number of students that were applying in which case we've doubled every year. And this year we almost tripled. I'm proud of that. Happy about that. But now success or tracking data is the student that went through innovate within four years ago. What are they doing now? Did it lead to gainful employment? Did it lead to them starting a company? If so, did they? And then having the longevity or the patience to know that it's usually, we had a student last year, a team that they're making good money, but normally for entrepreneurs, it's your third go, it's your fourth go, it's your fifth go. And so I, I think that 20 years from now, arrogantly, I'm going to predict that we're going to have a lot of high flyers out of this group actually it's already starting to happen that's hard though on to to quantify some of these things this changed my life this made me want to live a better more prosperous life you can't really that's hard to track um but i i, I will say though that um it it's it's an ability for those students to also like create, and again, it's also hard to track, but create those other relationships. If they're going to Italy, if they're going to London, the, the, what, what is the ripples? What, what is the impact of that? And, and like, that's going to be hard to track, but we're going to try. Um, that, that's just, you know, that's the reality. But you know, I, I think for right now, applications, completions, um, and then how many, you know, how many dollars they're making down the road. Yeah. Yeah, I look at it kind of like proof of work, right? Like, you know, obviously you feel very good about what you're doing, very good about the future. And I think you scaled this. I remember our conversation a few years ago talking about how to scale this, right? Like how to take what you've done, you know, whether you stay in academia route, do you 
become a, a an LLC and or or the foundation. Uh, so I'm glad. I'm, I'm, it sounds like it's really taking off and really getting to different areas. And how many chapters are here in the state of Indiana now that you have? Of so yeah, the chapter model. We can get into that. Um, in a lot of ways, we are are most successful as we have a cohort of teachers from around the state. Um, and that's a we can get into that. Chapters used to be led outside of school, and there's we still have some that are still around, but COVID decimated that so we kind of went back to um having some virtual events and, and things of that nature i think that now we're starting to turn the corner we'll start revisiting that because especially mayors mayors loved that um but but here here's the the, the kind of the new thing in, in lieu of chapters or maybe to how to revive them um next year again there's so there's we've identified about 50 teachers per year spread equally around the state. So not just Marion County, Hamilton County, Johnson County. Um, we've identified 50 that to be a part of this cohort, you have to triangulate it. For every one teacher, we want one either state representative or mayors. Mayors have been our gold. And then also one business leader, CEO type, somebody on the chamber maybe, because that triumvirate keeps everybody motivated. Um, and then quite frankly, some of those teachers are eligible to come to the Italy trip and be chaperones. Uh, by the way, we also have a fund that we're paying them. We're not asking them to volunteer more time. We do have a fund that we're paying teachers to, in a lot of ways, grow quality of life, to get involved with you know their business community. And then quite frankly, even assess what, this sounds weird, but to assess what broadband is like. You know, Indiana has got three counties that are jam packed, but everybody else is very rural. We're working with a cell phone company right now to understand and uh, possibly expand better broadband. So, yeah, we, we, we've got we've got our hands in so many things. It's it's difficult sometimes to explain, but um, uh, that that's that's kind of where the chapters is going. It's going to be a triumvirate of teachers, business leaders and again, usually mayors. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Uh, so, so for our listeners that are tuning in and maybe I saw a couple of posts that said, you know, regarding like, uh, different areas of their, uh, what, what do you recommend if a listener's an educator and wants to learn more or get involved? What do you, what do you, what do you recommend? How, how, how does, how does one, you know, get started with your organization? Oh man. Uh, so we also know that, uh, May is, uh, the busiest month in Indiana because of the obvious. So we, we have a couple events coming up soon. Um, and man, I should have shot you those links. Um, we have a rooftop event, um, without a doubt, a lot, we're, we have a fair amount of CEOs and people in the tech community coming out. Uh, it's a rooftop event that Friday of race weekend. Nice. Um, then the next morning we have, <laughs> I'm smiling talking about this. We have a Lucas oil raceway to ourselves. Uh, we're going to have a somewhat private, somewhat public car show. Um, for the people that want to, uh, and by the way, I'm going to get to that Northwest Indiana question. Um, we're, we're going to have um, people that register. Uh, we've already got a lot of Ferrari and Lamborghinis already registered. You can take it down the track and have it timed. Um, oh, get out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, we, we've got the drag strip. And so, uh, matter of fact, I've got an interview uh, Fox 59 is doing it. Uh, the Lucas family is getting involved. So we're excited oh about that. Oh, my God. 
Um, but uh, so we we want some. And by the, I, I'm pretty sure the Delara Stravale is going to be out there. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we're we're going to have a lot of supercars out there. It's going to be a really fun time because um, we we have some guests uh, that are from out of the state coming into for the race. And so uh, and and then and then all, because we're all friends here. Um, the Indiana Economic Development Corp is throwing a wonderful event this that same weekend called the Global Economic Summit, GES. Actually, former Google CEO Eric Schmidt is their keynote. Um, yeah. So we, uh, we're, we're going to try to steal from some of their audience and get them out to, to the car show. And um, literally all the proceeds go to, in a lot of cases, the students' travel funds and everything else. Um, awesome. So if you... So and 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 because we have such a wonderful, I cannot say enough good things about Delara. Matter of fact, Delara is so quietly successful. It's the only thing that drives me nuts about them is that yeah, they are. They do a they lot are. for Ferrari and Lamborghini. Yep. They do a lot. Yep. Um, so our, our and and Mr. Delara is going to be at our rooftop event, as is Mr. Bagani. Uh, uh, Mr. Bagani, I'm sorry, Mr. Bagani's not there. Mr. Pontremoli, who's the CEO of Delara, um, so they're going to be at the event speaking. Um, so it'll, it'll just be a fun time. And, That's and amazing, we, man. We, we, a couple of students are going to be asked to stop by, but there's drinks involved. So they may say a few words in, in jet. Um, but uh, yeah, trying to uh, get the indie community more engaged on what we do. The indie tech community has been pretty receptive, but we want to hear from startup entrepreneurs, whether you have a garage door spring repair business or you've got a donut shop. Um, yeah. We want to hear from you because not all of our students go into tech. Matter of fact, fun fact, last year's team that won, uh, thank you for posting that, last year's team that won um, make their own fishing lures, and they have sales in all 50 states and Europe. Two Dude, young men awesome. from Salem, Indiana, did not like the way that the, um, per, like the, the soft plastic baits, the worms, the shad, the crawdads, they didn't like the color combos that came in because it wasn't good for Southern Indiana. So they started the Southern Indiana Bait Company, Sibco. Yeah. It caught on. Nice. They made their own molds. They do their own plastic injection molding. Anyway, now those guys have grown and scaled because they use Facebook and incentivize people that would take care of their, like, catch their bass You'd, out of the lip would be their lure. And so those boys have gone on to, to grow and scale. That's awesome. That's yeah. going to be awesome. It's man. crazy. That's great. Don, it's always exciting to have you on, my man. I mean, we got to do this again. I'm hoping to have my car down there very soon. She is right now. There she is right uh -oh. now undergoing an engine build. Uh-oh. She's uh she's tweaked. The engine's built for 2700 horses. I'm Jeez. just going to I'm going very conservative anywhere between 14 to 1600 to all four wheels. So we'll see uh hopefully this week she'll be done. Then it's going to be a, uh, a little bit of a break-in period, a few shakedown runs, and then a final tuning. And hopefully I'll, I should be ready for that event. And me and CJ will drive down there. It'll be fun. Awesome. For sure. Would love to see you guys down there. Ah, dude, absolutely. I'm looking forward to hanging out. Don, with did you guys. answer that Northwest question? I'm sorry. I oh, yeah. What is going on in Northwest Indiana? Yeah. Oh, a yeah. Lot, what is going honestly. on? Honestly, Northwest Indiana is doing a lot of um, pre preparation. I hope the execution's there. I know that there's a lot of um, interest around data centers. Uh, because data centers need cooling and they need access to water. We got Lake Michigan. Um, but I, I, I've really found that uh, Purdue Northwest, um, let's just be honest with you, Purdue in general, Mitch Daniels, 
knows how to tear it up and knock so, it out of the park. Yep. Yeah. P and W has been really helpful up there. And just, I don't know, Northwest Indiana always impresses me. The, you know, Valpo, I mean, all those cities up there are really, 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 they, they don't want to be the donut counties of Indianapolis. They have their own identity and uh, I see them doing some really pretty cool things. Don, we need to talk because I, I have some some colleagues of mine. One of them uh, is a very good friend of mine. is a former exec over at PayPal. They just got a major. Uh, they're in the middle of a. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they just got acquired one of their big projects for uh, two hundred eighty-five million. For they're launching, I think, two uh, twenty-five megawatt facilities for liquid immersion cooling data centers, along with uh, crypto mining. And we need to talk of India. I, I didn't realize, in, and this was in Florida. They launch, you know, yeah. but. I didn't realize that Indiana has something open here in the Northwest. Yeah. Dude, we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. The, That's insane. The, the, there's, and there's opportunities for so much more. Um, matter of fact, I thought there for a while they were going to, there was an idea thrown out there and it hasn't happened yet. And if I had a lot of access to capital, I would want to do it. But let's just say that there's a place up there that is no longer used that could be converted to a vertical farming um outfit because the third biggest city in the world is uh by rail 20 minutes away so if you ever really wanted to do farm to table kind of thing have it done in a controlled environment there is so much real estate that is available in gary that i think the town of gary if it could get out of its own way and i'm Man, I shouldn't yeah. get myself in trouble. That's all right. But, yeah, we don't. No, no, no. We're, we're, we we like controversy here. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I just, I, I sometimes I think that city politics. Anyway, it's from, a hot I, mess. Every single major city in this country is a hot mess. But go well, ahead, Chicago John, politics saying. probably bleeds over a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying from what I've observed. I, I'm not on the inside by any means, uh, but I know that there was an idea thrown around on vertical driving. For uh, I'm reading the comments. Vertical farming. But like literally, you, it's, transportation wouldn't be an issue. It could right. just be vertical farming for just the city of Chicago. That would be a lot of money and not transportation costs. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, and we so, need food right now, man. Especially with uh, what's happening, we have a fertilizer crisis. We're late into the grow season. Mysteriously, uh, and 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 Snopes says it's not happening, so I believe Snopes. But there <laughs> there has been verifiable, and I know you know we have you know a friend of ours who's very well connected to some top government agencies. There has been random fires that have been happening in food processing plants throughout the country. Weird, it is happening, and even though Snopes says it doesn't happen, it does happen, and it is happening. So that yeah. we need food, we need to I... be innovative right now. We need it. I mean, this country is going through a transition. We need innovation. Our young people need to be globally competitive. This is the only way, man. I don't know if you guys, and there's nothing worse than talking about another podcast and another person's podcast, but uh, the All In podcast, uh, I don't know if you guys follow that. David Sachs is all of a sudden starting to become quite the, like he's trended. But David Friedberg last month was saying, this thing going on in Ukraine is going to cause mass food supply issues. And just now, the legacy media is starting to pick up on it, going, oh, shit, there's a problem yeah. here. Yeah. So yeah. once again, not saying that Chicago, not saying that Gary could fix all the world's woes, but there's going to be a food shortage problem. And then one of the big expenses is transportation. It's right there. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah. I, the, one time I was talking to another person that was from that area, and they said, I wish 
and, it, and this is where people get all butt hurt because they're both billionaires. I wish either Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk could buy the city of Gary because mm. <laughs> it would be pennies on the dollar. And, I'm, and I yeah. don't mean this in a mean way. Right. But there are so many abandoned properties and there's oh. so many things that are just up for grabs. If someone with a lot of vision and said, we're going to do this and could just plow through and get a, and, and, and push past some of the city politics, you could turn that fortune around to where Gary would be unbelievably, uh, it'd Probably. be among the most prime areas, <laughs> pun intended, yeah. but like you could do so much with that area up up yeah. there in Northwest Indiana. And it's just, you know, and, and but, again, but, I, but certain political groups will call us racist and, and uh, bigots and uh, <laughs> homophobes. If we do that, you know what though, I'm starting to see this, this turn. Um, I've had some students, I try not to go on TikTok, but I have been told by several of younger people that, um, because the floodgates of, of free speech are starting to open up, that they're starting to realize that um, the people that call out people all the time are the overwhelming 5% of America, if that. They're right. noisy, but a lot of people are starting to like, wait, we didn't agree to this. So I, I think that there is a new dawn coming of common sense where people can have... It has to be. I'm going to yeah. go back to my first answer. Dialogue, common sense, conversation without being canceled. Yep. Love I will end on that. Because I'm starting to ramble. It's been. No, no, I it's love when good. you ramble. It's all good. I love when you ramble. It's all good. Don, it's always a pleasure to have you on. I can't wait to see you and hang out with you. It's going to yeah, be man. so much fun. Oh, we're looking forward to it again, folks. Go Michael J. Out. Spearman. It's uh, thank you for the questions. Yes, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Yeah, they had the links in the bio. Thank you for the questions. Yeah. I still really appreciate all that you guys do. Always happy to pop in. All right, uh, awesome. And Appreciate we'll post it, this interview on YouTube as soon as we get it back because we were we were putting the the penalty box for <laughs> since January because you know we we were spreading dangerous misinformation. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. All right. Anyway, folks, check us out. Hey, check Don out. Innovate within org. Innovate within org and startupfoundation.org. All the links are in the description box. Make sure you follow him on Twitter because Twitter is so much more fun now. It is awesome what's happening in Twitter. At Don Wetrick right there. At Don Wetrick on Twitter. And get a hold of him. And uh, find him on LinkedIn as well. He's everywhere. He's everywhere you want to be plus a bag of chips. So get a hold of him. And with that being said, folks, we are at the end of the broadcast. Thank you all for listening in. We have Matthew Errett coming next on The Great Game at 2 p.m.